Hello and good afternoon. It's Dave Gentry. It's Small Stocks, Big Money, our daily podcast here at Redship, shooting it out of our studio in Orlando. Redship is an investor relations and media firm with a 31-year history, representing thousands of companies, small cap companies over the years. You probably know a few of the names that we've represented. U.S. Steel, Zag, Celsius, Muscle Farm, Perfumania, all past Redship clients. Representing today about 100 companies a year, again in the small and microcap space. And today we're going to talk about Lantern Pharma, a Redship client company on the NASDAQ, LTRN. L-T-R-N. And we love this company. They're leveraging AI machine learning, and genomics to transform the cost, pace, and timeline of oncology drug discovery and development. And I have with me today in the studio my associate, my esteemed associate, Barrett Boone, who actually manages the account. And by the way, we're going out on the yacht today. Uh, We're presenting, the CEO of Lantern is presenting in Melbourne to the Angel Investor Club. And then we're going to go on my yacht and... uh, have an evening cruise, and you know, we might drink a few. And what say you, Mr. Boone, about Lantern? Ladies and gentlemen, we have an astounding opportunity here. Not just for me, because I get to go on the yacht, but for you, right? So AI, as we know, has been all the rage in the markets. We've seen companies like Exact Sciences, that's EXAS on the NASDAQ, Recursion Therapeutics, RxRx, also on the NASDAQ, experience explosive growth this year. These are two other companies that were brought to the market by some larger institutions. We're thinking the Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley's of the world. Albeit, one could say that their technology might be inferior hey, Barrett, to Lantern. What do they do? Well, Lantern, what does Lantern do? is a focused on drug discovery. So, unlike your traditional biotech, They don't plan to take their compounds all the way through a phase three trial and then into commercialization. They want to get their assets into, let's say, a phase two trial and then look for partnerships. And that's really an excellent business model, not only because phase three trials tend to have the highest rate of failure and cost the most money, but because partnerships allow Lantern to use the AI platform, which is called Radar, as currency. And that Radar is among the world's largest, most comprehensive, and fastest growing AI-based oncology, cancer drug discovery is what we're talking about. 25 billion data points and 200 plus algorithms. And it's all about powering cancer drug development. Uh, And by the way, that AI platform was ranked among the top four AI platforms in biotechs, um, excuse me, the top 10, I think one rated in the top five. Do you remember the name of those? It was uh, Drug Discovery World. Drug Discovery World, and there was another one, but they gave them, again, top five, top 10 ratings uh, for the best AI biotech uh, uh, platforms. The market cap's 50 million. They have 55 million in cash, okay? They're not running out of money anytime soon. They've got some pretty good institutions in here, Bios Partners, uh, Prophase Labs, GPG Ventures, Vanguard Group, New Edge Advisors, 
Tell us about their, their clinical pipeline right now, what they have heading towards um, hopefully a partnership or, or buyout. Yeah, so there's a reason there's a lot of smart money in this deal, right? Experienced biotechnology investors love this stock, and it's because the radar program is so good. Um, at IPO, they had three programs in the pipeline. That was back in 2021. Now, they have 12 programs. Typically, these, these clinical trials are very, very expensive. Radar, because of its a uh, vast data set, Lantern is able to go ahead and put these programs into phase one, phase two clinical trials at a cost of only one to two million dollars per trial. And we can expect first in human clinical trials with their programs in at least two to three years. In fact, we've already seen some of their programs enter phase one and phase two clinical trials. Currently enrolling for the phase two clinical trial, the harmonic trial, is for non-smokers, small cell lung cancer. And I've learned that the molecular profile of people that have never smoked, when they get lung cancer, it's substantially different than people who have smoked that end up contracting lung cancer. And it's almost, it, it is an entirely different disease. And historically, we've treated this disease the exact same way we've treated people that have smoked that have contracted lung cancer. And for years, we've been wondering, why isn't this working? Well, that's what Harmonic is out to do. Now we finally have a treatment out there for people that have never smoked that now have lung cancer. Because we've learned it's a completely different disease that requires a completely different treatment schedule, right? And you combine Harmonic, LP184, a new antibody drug conjugate program, we're looking at an annual market potential of over $15 billion for all these programs. And Lantern doesn't need to go and spend millions and millions of dollars on a phase three clinical trial because as soon as it gets past phase two, they're looking to partner out that asset either to another biopharma company or one of the big boys like AbbVie, Merck, Pfizer. And do we talk about the collaborations with the world-renowned cancer researchers, Georgetown, John Hopkins, Fox Chase, the National Cancer Institute, Danish Cancer Research Center, these are world-class institutions that they've partnered with to develop and move forward their clinical pipeline. I think you've done a great job there, Barrett, of giving them the overview on the clinical pipeline. Do you have any other thoughts or comments on that? Well, yeah, there's quite a few milestones. Uh, the, the first client has already been dosed in the Harmonic Clinical Trial. Um, LP184 is a compound that they're developing for solid tumors, multiple different solid tumors, and we're looking at the launch of that program as well as LP284 and B-cell cancers this year. Now, also this year, coming up, we could have other equity or milestone deals like the ones Lantern already has with TTC Oncology and Actuate Therapeutics. All of these are potential news pieces, and as we mentioned to you on a previous show, what do these stocks move on? Especially these biotechnology stocks in the micro and small cap space, they move on news releases. They move on big news, right? They go up on a big development, clinical trial data comes in, it's great, the stock runs up. And on that note, you remember Greenwich Life Sciences, still a red chip client, not to change topics here, but just an illustration. We've had that client for three years now. We got the stock at $5. It hardly traded 
traded five, 10,000 shares a day. They hired Redshift. We deployed our international platform. We have a TV show on Bloomberg that airs every Saturday at 7 p.m. We do social media, outbound programs, road shows, but they issued a release on their phase two clinical data for recurring breast cancer. And that stock went from $5 to over $100 in a matter of days, in a matter of days. And we actually had brokers in our network who had what they call, well, you know, in, I don't want to be rude, but balls of steel. We had brokers that held to $100. That is the type of opportunities that these microcap biotechs give you. So let's sum it up today. Lantern, LTRN, $5. There's market cap, 54 million. Shares out, 10 million. Float, 8.9 million. Inside ownership, 15%. Research coverage, three research reports on this company. Think Equity, Target, $15. E.F. Hutton, Target, 11. Zach's Research, price target, $26. The stock's $5. We haven't even talked about the management team, but I'll say this, Pana Sharma, the CEO, is brilliant. He's raised hundreds of millions for biotech companies, and this is his, this is his baby, and he's doing an incredible job. Because if you think about biotechs, particularly over the last couple of years, it's been a very, especially small caps, been a very, very difficult environment. Edelman came out with, not Edelman, I'm sorry, uh, McKenzie came out with a report about a year ago on biotechs and they, looking at the, the landscape. And if you follow any of the biotech indexes, you see they're down over the last 12 months uh, pretty substantially. Uh, starting to come back, starting to come back though. But they said there's three things every biotech company will have to have to, to, to succeed in the current market environment. And again, you know, markets is, is I understand, is picking up, but it's been a tough, it's been a tough two years. One is they have to be able to manage their cash well. Well, Lantern does that very well. Again, trading at 50 million, about at their, at their market cap. Two, they must have a diversified portfolio of drug candidates, which they have, I believe, eight compounds, 10 compounds in the pipeline. It's uh, 12 programs, 12, actually. 12 programs, so check that off. Well, Dave, I think it's actually very important to mention their wholly owned subsidiary, Starlight Therapeutics, because radar can is we produced... talk about Starlight right now? Has there been a press release? Let's do it. We can. Starlight is out there. Okay. All right. Let me let me back up on the McKinsey report one second, then I'll come back to you because I, I just wanted to make these points. So again, the McKinsey report said you'll need three things to survive. Actually, there were five. So now that I think about it, so I think we gave you two of them, which was managing their cash position well, a diverse portfolio of compounds or drug candidates. Three, having world-class collaborations, which they have in spades with the National Cancer Institute and John Hopkins and Fox Chase. We, we mentioned these earlier. Four, make sure that you have a world-class management team, and this company does. And they have a very impressive board of directors. And to Get the investor deck uh, and a research profile in this company, and you'll learn about that management team and that board of directors. Visit redchip.com, redchip.com, and learn all about Lantern Pharma. Closing statement on Lantern, Mr. Boone. 
So Dave, if we look at the entire market from a macroeconomic perspective, the reason there's a huge disconnect in valuation with these microcapitalization securities is because everything isn't priced in, like the rest of the market is. Look at Lantern, 12 programs out right now, world-class collaborations, price targets from Wall Street analysts going from $11 to $26, and the stock's trading at around five, you have a very, very tight capital structure with smart institutional money in this deal. I love this company. I'm buying. I'm buying. All right. We'll see you tomorrow at Small Stocks Big Money. This is Dave Gentry and my associate, Merritt Moon. Some of the companies featured on this episode are red chip client companies, and we may own stock in these companies. So please always read our disclosures at redchip.com.